Welcome to A to Z podcast, which is Adrian and Chloe. We're the best of friends and have been for the last 22 years with a zest for life. We're here to entertain, provoke thoughts and discuss topical topics. We aim to bring a balance of fun, entertainment and serious topics. We also want to create discussion outside of the podcast. Topics that you can discuss, share, agree and disagree with your friends and family. And don't forget to look out for our In Conversation episodes with guests. Enjoy! Enjoy! hear that i did hear that yeah i didn't in progress it, i don't think everybody else can hear it but it tells us that it's recording in case we're inanely stupid <laughs> we don't know what we're doing oh that's right we have no idea what we're doing it's probably generally. a good idea <laughs> how are you my lovely i'm very well thank you i'm not too bad is what day is it we're recording oh we're recording oh, on a we're recording tuesday. on tuesday yeah we've got three more days to go Whoop, whoop, and we've got Ofsted. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm hanging on in there. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. That's me hanging for anybody watching. Not squeezing not... boobs. No, oh. it looked like squeezing boobs to me. Zoe, 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 Why do you have to say these things? Well, is... you know, I've told you before. They come into a... my head. I've told you this is a professional outfit. We do things professionally, and then 30 uh-huh. seconds in, you start talking about boobs. It. Yeah, I there just we go. Blow it. I'm so sorry. Such a low. <laughs> well, at least we're starting from a low point. Things can only go upwards, can't they? No. Do you really mean I'm, to say that to I'm me? I'm feeling <laughs> particularly catty today. <laughs> Not sure that that phrase was the best phrase either. But let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so we, anyway, we've got a guest. We've got a lovely guest tonight, haven't we? We have. Are you going to intro? Yes, so the lovely, lovely guest is my lovely friend, Fifi Lafou, who's otherwise known as Fiona Purfoy. Uh, and she is my massage lady. Uh, but why? she also is my friend. I don't know why the voice comes, don't know. I don't know don't why know. that is. <laughs> Hello, Fee. Hello, darlings. <laughs> so so how, sorry about my intro. How are you tonight? I am strawberry well. Strong. I, I, I have a feeling I don't know what's coming and I find that slightly exciting. Well, yeah, you should. <laughs> I like to live dangerously. <laughs> I hope you, yeah, stick your seatbelt on, you'll be all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's coming in fast. <laughs> coming in. <laughs> Hello, how lovely to see you both. So are you going to, because I don't know you, so for our lovely listeners, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and where you come from, a la Cilla Black Blind Date 1984? Oh my gosh, well, I mean, you know, this Good evening. I, I was born in Buckinghamshire. Lovely. Yeah. But aged one, I went to Martock. <laughs> so I'm a local girl, really. Um, and my family mostly live nearby. And um, currently I am a massage therapist. Um, and I have tried lots of different things since I've been in my new life, which I'm going to talk to you about in a bit. Correct. Exciting. Yeah. So what, yeah. would you tell us uh, what a massage therapist does? I know it might sound a really obvious question, but... Well, really, um, what I, I think of myself as being a holistic massage therapist, and holistic means the whole person. 
And so people sometimes arrive to me um, needing relaxation. Yeah. And that's what I offer. I mean, I, occasionally I will do, I mean, if somebody comes to me and they've got a cronky shoulder and things like that, I can help them there. But the overall premise of me really is um, to give um, the person um, a really a relaxing experience so that they leave here without being wired. So yes. that's really sounds marvelous. We love it, truly we, is. We marvelous. love a bit of focus on well being, just me and Zoe. Yeah, it's but. very, very important well being. And often yeah. I hear people say to me, um, Oh, well, I've been given this massage um, um, gift voucher or something, you know, because um, my friend has decided I deserve it. Well, I, I really kind of flinch when I hear that because. I think it's actually part of our selves. We something that we need. It's not something that we need to wait for. Mm. Yeah, it's so important. It's so important. And human touch is the most wonderful um, medicine for us all. Ooh. Yeah, I think we so. Were... Lockdown's been a challenge, isn't it? Mm. Wow. Well, it really has, and for me particularly, that my my industry has suffered rather because obviously we weren't able to, to practice. Mm. So that was really difficult. And I did have quite a few clients calling me and saying, Fee, please, can you see me? Because I really need to have a massage. And I've had to say, I'm sorry, I can't, mm -hmm. because Boris says no. Boris says no. Naughty Bojo. <laughs> Naughty old Bojo, because people do need that. It's really, yeah. really important. Part of what happens when you give somebody a massage is that you um, can release oxytocin, um, which is has been known by scientists as the cuddle hormone. Oh, my oh, favourite, that is. That's a, that's a hormone I want to get all over. I know, exactly. So, you know... And, and as you know, Zoe, I very rarely allow anybody to leave my house without a hug. Yep. Or a cuddle. Yeah. Um, not just for you, by the way. Oh, rude. I don't tell her special. don't tell her that. She thought she was special. <laughs> special. So in this space. In so many ways. I love Zoe. I love Actually, you see, I know you've got lots of questions for me and, and whatnot, but I'm so grateful for the fact that I came here not really knowing anybody in the, the village I, in which I live, apart from my parents. And, um, and I've got to know some amazing and extraordinary people who um, have been my clients and have become friends after that. So I feel so blessed, really, that um, these people like Zoe, um, and, and 75 others yeah. come to me because, um, you know, it's what they need and it's what they want. And I hope it's what, what I give is what they need and what they want and that they keep coming back. So, hooray. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. And I, it's, we were talking about well-being at work today as, as part of our um, discussion. And um, it's become a bit of a buzzword, hasn't it? I think and it's, yeah. it's really good to hear your kind of take on it that it's something that we 
you require it's not like a mm-hmm. gift or it's something that we give to somebody when we want to do you know it should be something that is part of us and part of the you know necessary uh first aid kit of life every day right we should be doing things every day to look after ourselves you're right adrian the thing is that what you know what people sometimes forget is if you don't put yourself at the top of your own hospital list nothing underneath you is going to work correct yeah we're not we're, we're all not sometimes though in life we we i don't know we might come on to some of this stuff but uh, we're not very good at doing that, are we? We kind of, no. and, and so so we Zoe and I probably are quite similar in the way that we tend to think of everybody else before ourselves, and then we end up being yeah. depleted as a yeah. result of it. Um, so it, yeah. sometimes you you've got to be what feels like selfish, doesn't it? But actually, it's maintaining <laughs> your own, you know, your own yeah. stuff for others. You're so right. My sister, when I came here, she said, "See, I want you to put a, a sign up." on the wall which says be selfish Mm. Um, because as children and adults we are told not to be aren't we yeah yeah if you don't look after yourself i've got i've got a client actually well she's not a client really yet she's a friend and i gave her for a birthday a massage but she hasn't taken it Now, she hasn't taken it because she's told me she's too busy. Yeah. And my heart is crying because of that, because I know she really needs that hour, Mm. which is her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not her work and not her anything else like that. Um, And she won't know until she's had it, obviously. No. Or something happens and then you realise that actually all that invested time in the thing that you know, may pay the bills doesn't actually look after Make you, you does it? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, it, no, it's good. It's tricky. It's tricky because um, you know, it's you know, somebody has got a certain amount of money, maybe, and they're thinking, you know, they've got shopping to buy, they've got this to do, they've got that to do. Mm. But if you look after yourself and your well-being, you are going to be that strength you know that leads everybody through including yourself and it is such it's a bloody investment i'm feeling i'm feeling inspired already well i'm waiting for you to book in adrian (laughs) so i slightly different but i I have regular um sports therapy because i run uh, just for anybody who's never listened and i haven't bored you rigid with the fact that i do that Uh, (laughs) as, as much of that that uh sam looks after my legs we talk and we have discussion we have very deep discussions and thoughts and yeah. you know, i i find the conversation um really stimulating and we talk about all sorts of interesting things that i don't normally get a chance to talk about so um, ah well there we go you see but he's yeah. he's a wondering making sure that my legs don't fall off but he's also very good at having that kind of engaging conversation which i enjoy so we've got we've got some little questions for we you. We have got some questions to, to delve a little deeper. Yes. So uh, I think a good place to start is um, just uh, we've sort of touched on a little bit about yourself, but um, you made a big decision to move to Somerset because you yes. did move. So you were so you were in Somerset, then you went out of Somerset. So what were you doing before you came back to Somerset? 
Somerset, Somerset, Somerset. <laughs> yeah, overuse of the word Somerset, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. To say that <laughs> might be a slight oxymoron because um, I was living in Hertfordshire and, you know, just enjoying my life, just carrying on, working at a very, very tricky school um, for uh, kids from 9 to 19, residential all year round, uh, very, very challenging autistic uh, kids. And uh, they were challenging to the extent that people were being hospitalized, members of staff daily. Um, it's had been, um, some of them had been sectioned or they were um, either going to or from a section. So it's sort of like the last port of call, the last real proper hope for them in a way. And yeah. uh, I was there nine and a half years. I did some teaching there. And then I was drawn towards the um, therapy department. Uh, and um, I worked with some amazing people, um, uh, occupational therapists, speech and language therapists, physiotherapists. And then I realized, I remembered, I used to love doing massage. So I did sensory massage, and then before long, I became head of sensory there. Um, and then after a while, I thought, gosh, this is getting really difficult because they were getting more and more challenging kids coming. And I thought, well, you know, I'm getting on a bit now, so maybe I should be thinking about what <laughs> I'm doing next. Uh, so I started to train to become, to do mainstream massage. And then after about a year of a two year course, um, something big and catastrophic happened in my life because my husband had an affair. Yeah. He had an affair um, and it was revealed one day, I won't bore you with it, but it was quite an extraordinary situation that happened. And it meant that suddenly my world was tipped completely upside down. Yeah. And then um, he had to leave the house because I told him to. <laughs> so he gave him the boot. Bye. Like that. Um, and then I had to think, what on earth am I going to do now? Because I was, well, I don't know, yesterday I was 62 years old. Never. I don't, I don't believe it. I, I shan't believe it. it. No, she looks amazing. I don't believe it either, but anyway, so this happened in 2015, um, and long story short, I found myself in this house in South Petherton the following September, and it was happened in the fe February, and what I knew was that I had to find a house which would work for me, Yeah. so that's really important because at my age, I couldn't suddenly start a new career. Not possibly. Um, so I decided it was going to work for me. And from, to that end, I landed up in South Petherton. My mum was here. And I thought, well, I'll look after her as well. Because yeah. she wasn't very well. And in fact, in 2017, she, she passed on. So yeah. she had um, uh, vascular dementia. Anyway. But you had two years with us. That's nice. I'm normally quite a jolly person. So you is, are a jolly person. This is fine. This it's is just... fine. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, my stepfather is still here at the end of the village. And so I see him every day and as much as I possibly can anyway. 
Um, and yeah, then it's been so weird. I mean, my life altogether has been pretty bloody weird, to be fair. <laughs> I think of myself sometimes as being a bit like kind of Forrest Gump. In what way? When I lived in London, which I did from 17 for 10 years, I worked in the most amazing places. So I worked at Sotheby's. Um, I, worked, I worked at London Weekend Television. I worked for a PR firm. I went to New Orleans. I did Cannes Film Festivals, this, that, and the other. And sometimes I thought to myself, how did I do that? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's I unreal. I mean, these days you've got to have a degree and all the rest of it, haven't you, for this, that, and the other. And I certainly didn't then, that's for sure. Anyway, so finding myself down here and thinking, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. Um, I decided um, that I was going to. What was the first thing I did? I, I don't know. What was the first thing you did? So my, my cousin came to stay for the day and she was absolutely amazing. She's an artist called Beth. And she said to me, Fee, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said to me, Fee, what are you going to do with yourself? I said, do you know what? I've got the foggiest idea. She said, uh, well, what is it that you would like to do? And I said, well, one thing I'd love to do is sing, and one thing I'd love to do is paint. So anyway, and I thought, why did I say that? Anyway, next thing I know, going off into Yeovil, we're coming back with a whopping great canvas, which is this one, actually. Oh, really? It's a very beautiful uh, painting behind you. It's a beautiful <laughs> painting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, it's huge, as, as Zoe knows. Anyway, so I came back with this canvas, and then I painted that. And then a little while later, I started a supper club here called Number Nine, which is actually like a restaurant. At the end of which, somebody turned to me and said, before I go, I have to ask you, who painted that painting? And so I said, well, actually I did. And this person said to me, yeah. well, I, I love that painting. She said, um, I have these exhibitions and I, I own and run Nine Springs Health Centre in, in Yeovil. She said, I, I, I'd love you to do a, an exhibition. Wow. <laughs> said, hey, one painting. So I said, <laughs> and uh, she said, uh, right, well, you know, you've got three months to come up with it because there's some other people first. And uh, if you could do another... 29, uh, bring me another 29 of your paintings. <gasps> another 29 of your paintings. Forest <laughs> Gump, Forest Gump. Anyway, so she left the, the house and, and I went, oh my God, what have I done? And you'd only by that time painted one painting. Yes. <laughs> this way, now I've done, I've done some crazy stuff in my life Fee. this light is going to a whole new level what's the chances what's the chances of you well, like painting that one painting and then well, we could, turning up? we could talk about that i'm a great believer in these things happen for an absolute reason and yeah. they just appear and you take the opportunity and you run with it yeah you've just got to take those opportunities when they come exactly it i was not yeah. gonna no i needed the money <laughs> and 
what so what happened i'm so intrigued by how did you and did you deliver 29 different paintings in three months i managed to do 15 paintings i think that's pretty good going isn't it luckily my daughter was um, just she was second year at falmouth fine art doing her fine art and she had a friend who um had just finished so she had loads of paintings floating about so i contacted her and Grace Green, her name was, very lovely, amazing artist. Now, Fee, just, Fee, Fee, just between you and I, you didn't pass them off as your own, did you? <laughs> I know you wouldn't, I'm joking. <laughs> Hers were so different from mine, you're going to come back. Anyway, rather embarrassingly in a way, she didn't sell any and I sold two. So I, <laughs> from that, from that, um, I, <laughs> from I, that, she hated you forever and a day, and you never spoke to her again. <laughs> I was asked by um, Seddington St Mary Community Centre, or whatever it was, they said, we've seen your paintings, we love your paintings, would you do an exhibition for us? <laughs> do another one. No, I did an exhibition for them and all. Anyway, and then, I've, since then, I've done some commissions and I sort of vaguely call myself an artist. Why not? Well, I think <laughs> you should. You sold them. Why not? This is brilliant. I love, <laughs> I love this opportunity taking, that you are somebody who sees an opportunity and just goes with it, right? Well, I don't see why not. You know, all you can do is give it a bloody good go. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I go back to your point that you made about, oh, I, I did all these fabulous things and I didn't have a degree. And I th I mean, Zoe and I don't have degrees and we, we yeah. work at a university. There you are. <laughs> so sometimes we have a little bit of imposter syndrome, but I'm yeah. of the opinion that it's about skills and how you approach things and can do. And you clearly yeah. are. a. This is a sign. This is a sign. I went running this morning and a boat that was moored in Topsham was called Can Do. I'm not hey, kidding. Well, yeah. I, uh, you know, you are very wise. Well, I've been called many things. That isn't one of them. <laughs> so how did you, how did you keep, because you, you didn't just stick with being artist, you juggled other balls as well. I did. Supper club. I did. I was a proper old plate spinner, which suits me because I'm a Gemini. Oh, yeah. there you go. Mercurial. Anyway, <laughs> and um, so yeah, I started an Airbnb here. Right. Yeah. And then um, I did my brother's fan mail for a while. <laughs> fan mail. <laughs> and then um, I cleaned somebody's house every week and I also did two days a week working with adults with learning diffs and disabilities doing arts and crafts down at Flax Grayton Farm but meanwhile I was still doing some massage but I hadn't very many clients at all but obviously I couldn't eat with the amount of clients I had I had no. to do other things as well and when do you so I think a lot of people are put off by that inner voice that says, oh, I can't, you know, the number of people that say, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that, I'll never do that. You clearly don't ha have that voice, or do you? Um, well, I'm just going to tell you something. I'll tell you a little story, Adrian. So when I was young, which I was once upon a time. 
You still are, Fee, remember? Yeah, still yeah. Are, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, was that uh, I went into a meeting. I was a PR executive, a cancer executive at one point for a PR firm. And I went into a meeting and I thought, and it was my very first meeting. And I remember thinking, who is going to find out I am an absolute charlatan? And also, yeah. who is going to listen to what I've got to say? Because they are, you know, I'm not, I don't feel grown up enough. I don't feel this. I don't feel that. But what happened changed things for me. Because oh, I actually said something. And instead of being splatted down, which I'm quite used to, because I'm one of a family of five people, I'm quite used to this. <laughs> Somebody said, hey, yeah, Fee's got a point there. And then they developed it. And I thought, you know what? You're all as big a bullshitter as me. <laughs> it's true. You know, I, I don't think that's uncommon, isn't it? I, I think particularly in leadership, you know, people that have got themselves into really senior yeah. positions get there and they're what they're waiting because they think I can't actually believe that this has happened. And all I do is I speak my mind or I but sometimes it's that confidence in delivery of you believing in what you say is that mm. self, you know, self-belief and self-confidence. Let's go back to Boris. Yes. There, well, there we go. You king know, Boris. you see, he wanted to be a king when he was very little, like six or seven. He thought he would be king. Dot, dot, dot. Well, you know, he's not quite got to that heady height, but, you know, he's he's believed his, he's believed his own... Yeah, um, he's, yes. he's not so bad yet, is he? Uh, that's it. Oh, dear. So, so how do you, um, do you ever have... Sorry, I'm just interested. Do you ever have those moments where you go, where you do that? Because what I get from you is positivity and can do, and I'm just going to have a go at this, and I'm going to try, and da 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 da. But do you ever have those moments where you go, Ooh, I'm not sure that I've done the right. Yes. Of course I do. I'm a human being, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I frequently have felt, you know, um, kind of like I'm in a really bit of a spot of a spot of bother because I'm above my. I don't really understand what's going on or something like that. I think I've made a career out of that, I think. I think that's, I think it's understanding. Um, I wrote something down here, actually, which you were talking about. One of my questions was, what would your younger self about, younger self say about yourself? Yeah. Uh, and I wish I thought I am good enough. Mm. I am good enough and realised, you know, what power I had. And that have a go thing, you know, um, I think it, it, it takes time to understand that you are just as important as anybody else, frankly. You really are. I think that's a really good... Absolutely. I think um, I, I'm always quite intrigued as to why some people like yourself and I probably consider us to be similar in certain ways that we we do and we try and we have a go and we believe it and when other people just don't and they don't try and therefore they don't make the most of life and you know no. very much we're not here very long are we so therefore no. we should absolutely rip, rip <laughs> I think it fear up. is a big thing I think people get the fear quite a lot don't they but of what really of what I think I think sometimes though 
you've got to watch out for bombs that get chucked at you. Yeah. Because I have been bullied by somebody particular in, in life <clears throat> where that person I now understand lost how to control the situation and she didn't have the um, understanding of how to manage me and my team. Mm. And, um, and I think sometimes you, you um, can feel kind of like useless and all of those things. But if you get into a depressive state, which is quite common these days, I think with PTSD and everything else, um, is really, really important to understand that it is not forever. It's not going to last forever. Mm. And yeah. what you've got to think about is how important it is to live the moment, live the moment. And when things happen, good things happen, um, you know, to, to, to remember that, to think about it. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. Mm. You know, self-actualization no. isn't just sitting at the top of a mountain, you know, being that you have reached that big moment in your life. It could be a beautiful sunset or mm. a gorgeous smelling rose or, or anything else like that. And so if you can hang on to those things, it's really important. I've got a jar next door, um, which has got slips of paper. And when I see or smell or hear something that I really love, I write it down, just a little short few words, fold it up and stick it in that jar. So if I'm feeling a bit kind of, oh, God, you know, I, I reach in and I pull out a couple of those and I go, hey, yeah. I love I'm, that. That's great. I've got, I've, I've got a little, a little envelope and in my envelope, I've been on uh, like courses or people have written me nice cards or you know things that remind me of really nice things yeah. things my mum sent me and they're all in an envelope and when I'm feeling a little bit grey yes I get, I get the envelope out so it's a similar sort of thing isn't it yeah yeah it's the same yeah it is yeah. that's what it is I, I think uh that's a really good way of managing self-managing as well isn't it is being yeah. able to go I can do this for myself and look at all, look at, look at me. Look at what yeah, I can yeah. do. Do you know one yeah. of those things I'm going to write on there is when my Sainsbury shop comes and there hasn't been any substitutions. That's a really <laughs> positive day. <laughs> my avocados aren't black. Yay! <laughs> I think with that, also, <laughs> yeah, the, key, the key with that as well, though, people, what you've just said is acknowledging the, the good times and making a note of the good times. I think people are very sometimes... You get caught when you're in the down, people are very quick to oh, focus yeah. on that. But actually, when you're having a high, sometimes it's worth just taking a breath and appreciating that this is a this is a good moment and making a note of it. I love that. Completely, completely. It's so important. Mm. So, so important. And, and 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 talking earlier on as we were about hugging and things like that. Um, yeah. I think not just that hugs are really important to me. Um, and my clients actually sometimes are surprised, you know, at that. It's almost can be kind of like an, ele an electric lift as I give them to, to say, you know, off you go into the world and, you know, everything will be okay. It doesn't have to be yeah. brilliant, it'll be okay. And then, um, but, but for me, the big buzzword and word is kindness. Mm. Yay. Which is everything. Yeah. 
insane, isn't it? It it is in a in a cruel world. I think you know we talk we talk about this quite a bit. I think we you know the fact that whether it be the press or whether it be TV or whether it be you know everybody's looking for the down or the negative or the poor me or the and, and mm. I think you're right that just thinking nicely about people and doing <laughs> my my friend um, who's called um zoe she's very good at she's lovely at doing lovely things when you least expect her she's amazing at that and i admire that in her but she she has this ability just to drop a bit of kindness in when you least expect it and need it exactly. you know what adrian you can do that too darling i i yeah. do i do when i think of it i'm i can do it <laughs> sometimes i'm caught up in the moment and I think I should have done that so I, I can do it I need to do it more often I must be more Zoe no I've <laughs> <laughs> never heard it quite that so he's probably sat there thinking why is he being so nice to me he's been a pig to me all day long today <laughs> <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> so, so what else is the left I mean I mean that we could talk to you for hours. We could talk to you for hours. So what what is next? Airbnb. Yeah. You paint. You ma do massage. You be <gasps> funny. And Look, she cooks. She's vegan. Supper. And it's nice. Oh. And it's nice. Well, don't say that. Of course it is. I know, but like we had a whole vegan meal, as I told you on the podcast last you week. Did. It was Fifi Lafu that was cooking it. What? It was delicious. Really good. Yeah, really well, enjoyed it spread the word that'd be great and then a lot of animals be very happy <laughs> not to get bloody eaten <laughs> and no, um, okay. is, is there a book is there a book coming i feel there should be a book Do you know, I'm not sure that anybody would believe oh now come on i think it'd be i think it'd be amazing <laughs> well we'll see we'll oh, i see. bet there's lots of shenanigans that you can't tell us that would be fantastic in a book there are a few shenanigans i'm so <laughs> my little stories i do love telling stories but anyway, <laughs> i'm just going to tell you quickly adrian what my plan is so in probably two years time i'm going to stop doing my massage and everything else probably because uh, no, I don't want to become a, um, what do we call it? A, a, I think said a log jammer. That's not right, is it? <laughs> L a lumberjack? Log jammer? It's all right. We know where you are. Keep going. We know we're, we're with you. You know that. No, no, no. What I'm going to do is I'm buying myself a camper van type thing. Oh. For half the year, I'm going to rent this house, which is going to yeah. carry on working for me. Which is my, yep. point, my point. Um, if you're lucky enough to have a house to work for you, obviously. Um, and then I'm going to go travelling. So that's my plan. And where, where do you know where? Yes, I do. Of course. I'm all over this country because it is so beautiful. It is. Yeah. Travelling in my life. And I've lived in the States, so I've done loads of other things. But so I'm going to go. Honestly, she needs more than one podcast, if I'm honest. More than one book. <laughs> I think we. I feel like a whole series coming up. We should become her. We should become her agents. I think <laughs> <laughs> somebody should. No, somebody should. I'm volunteering. I thank you. I thank you. I'm going to do Scotland. I'm going to do Scotland, and I'm going to visit people, and I'm going to stop, and I'm going to look, and I am going to be so 
bloody grateful for my life. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Wonderful. Amazing. You are such a ray of positivity in a Come very, very yeah. grey world at times. There's lots of not very nice things happen and it's so lovely to talk to somebody who's just brimming with optimism and pleasantness. That's a very... It's yeah. lovely. Not better than slitting my throat. <laughs> yeah, it's a better option. It's a better option. <laughs> <laughs> Always best to end on a high point, I think. <laughs> hey, look, it's been such fun chatting to you guys. Uh, we we yeah. definitely will be getting you back for another uh, conversation for yeah. you. I think I think we, we need, yeah that. I think we need to get to explore some of these other previous we lives so do. that we've had. Don't go. <laughs> Confes <laughs> Confessions of a PR consultant, I feel, has got the name right there of, a, of a, oh, an episode oh. for us. Or fan mail that I've read. <laughs> fan mail that I've read, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be. Oh amazing. my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is just weird. Oh, well, thank <laughs> you. I love doing that. Thank you so much oh, for joining I'd love us. I love doing that as well. You're welcome. You're welcome. We'll, look forward, yeah, we'll, we'll speak to you again soon. All right, brilliant. Take care. Lovely speeches. Namaste. Bye. Namaste. Namaste. Bye. Bye. Bye.